something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to live with low vision. Tips to help you to exercise for 2012. I'm certain that many of you out there have made the New Year's resolution that you're going to exercise more in 2012. I know that that's one New Year's resolution I always make. Every January 1st, I say, tomorrow I'm going to start to exercise more. And this is something that is often quite difficult to do when you do have low vision. For myself, my excuse for not exercising after I suffered from vision loss was that I cannot drive. Because I can't drive to the gym, I can't exercise. Or because I can't see well enough, I can't go out on the street and jog like I used to. But in reality, those are just excuses, and I soon learn that there are many different types of exercises that I can perform that really work out very, very well. The first thing that I realized is that by performing the exercises at your own home is really a great way to do it. By the time that you would have taken to get into the car, drive to the gym, change your clothes, you probably would have already have finished your exercises if you worked at home. So for myself, I try to set aside 20 to 30 minutes each day to do some of these exercises. The first set of exercises that I have learned to do is basic stretching. We often think that exercises are simply situations in which we work out so hard that we're huffing and puffing and our muscles are just aching. But exercise also means getting your muscles to have that type of flexibility. One of the biggest problems that we see with many adults is that they often injure themselves. Almost two out of every three adults with low vision may injure themselves because of the fact that they do not stretch, they do not have the flexibility, and they do not learn the techniques to help them to walk more safely. So one thing that you can do is you can learn to perform many different types of stretching exercises. The advantage of being flexible is that if you were to stumble or you started to twist your ankle, by having flexibility you don't necessarily end up falling nor do you end up breaking a bone. You might see many of these people who perform yoga and tai chi and other Asian types of martial arts they have tremendous flexibility and this type of flexibility keeps them more limber and it also helps them so that they are able to maintain better balance posture and they can walk more easily so you might consider getting a video you could get some of these types of videos that may even have descriptive video from the library of congress or the braille institute library these videos will show you many different types of exercises that are excellent for you to perform. Now I also recommend that you maybe invest in speaking to a personal trainer or a yoga teacher or a Tai Chi master. Many times at the parks and recs they will have classes on some of these types of activities. If you go to one of these exercise classes you will then learn how to do the exercises that are going to be best for you. We don't want to recommend specific exercises here today because you may have a problem where certain exercises would not be good for you. For example, if you have a bulging disc 
and it's affecting your lower back. There may be certain types of stretching exercises that will be better for you and others that will not be as good for you. Or if you have arthritis and you have joint pain, there might be certain exercises that would be better for you and others that are not. So you want to first learn how to do some of these types of stretching exercises and before you begin to do your exercises, stretch each time. It might take you five to ten minutes, but you want to stretch and that's going to really help you with the flexibility. The second thing that you might then do is to consider other types of exercises that are going to be alternating on different days. For example, it may be that on Monday and Wednesday and Friday mornings you're going to work out on your legs. This might mean doing different types of exercises to strengthen your legs. It's important again to strengthen your legs because the strength of these muscles in your legs do help you with your balance and also can help you so that you don't trip and fall. One of the types of exercises you could simply do is you could simply stand about three feet in front of a wall. Place both hands directly in front of you so that your hands will touch the wall. This is a nice form of getting some sense of balance. If you're like me and you're a person who is totally blind, it's very, very helpful to fill the wall so that you know where you are. And once you're in this position, you simply want to do some leg lifts and march in place. So you're going to raise your right knee as high as you can towards your chest. Then you're going to lift your left knee. So you're marching left, right, left, right, left, right. And you want to try to see maybe that you could march by lifting your knees very high like that for one minute straight. Maybe the next day you're going to go for two minutes straight. And you could try to build up that time so that you could march in place, perhaps for five minutes or later ten minutes. So this is a good way to develop the muscles that are on the front part of your thigh. Another good type of exercise that you can then do is let's say that you did these types of marching in place and now you're going to take a little break. You're a bit tired, so you could sit in a chair. Sit in a chair that's very, very sturdy, one that does not have wheels on it. So it could be a chair that's going to be very, very sturdy and put both feet flat on the ground. Then what you want to do is while you have your feet on the ground, you want to then raise your toe off the ground as high as you possibly can. You'll feel the muscle on the front of your lower leg near your shin. You could feel it contracting there. Then you want to raise the right toes up and then back down. Then do the left toes up and back down. And the entire time that you do this, try to keep your heel down on the floor. When you alternate your toe up and down, left foot up and down, right toe up and down, left toes up and down, you will begin to feel the muscle that's on the front of your lower leg near your shin. You'll feel that starting to get a bit tired. This is very important muscle to develop so that when we walk, we will lift our toe as we're walking and this way we don't trip and stumble. As we see many people, that muscle on the front near their shin becomes weak and they begin to shuffle their feet as they walk and when you don't lift your toe high enough, you often will stumble over a slight crack in the sidewalk or an area that there's some irregularities. So thus far, we've gone over three different exercises for your short morning workout. You're going to stretch for five to ten minutes. 
Number two, you're going to do some marching in place as you put your hands up against the wall. And number three, you could sit down as you're resting and just simply work on a different muscle by keeping your feet on the ground, keep your heel touching the floor, and raise your toe up as high as you can. Your toes and your right foot up and then down. Then the left foot up and down. Now the last set of these exercises for your legs, to strengthen your legs and things, is going to be where you're going to use a chair again. With a chair, you're going to sit in the chair. And now what you want to do is you then want to stand up. And then you want to keep your hands holding onto the arms of the chair. And then you want to slowly sit down so you're squatting halfway. Now what's nice about having this sturdy chair is that if your legs do become tired, then you're going to be able to find the seat right below you. So you don't have to worry about falling to the floor and injuring yourself. So you place your arms on the arms of the chair and you want to slowly stand up and then you want to slowly sit down. Slowly stand up and slowly sit down. So you want to begin doing that type of exercise at first and that's going to again strengthen your thighs, the muscles of your thighs to give you some of that type of stability and that strength. Now with all of these exercises again I encourage that first of all you do talk to your physician. Ask your physician if it's okay for you to begin doing a slight exercise program. Number two, learn to do some stretching exercises. This might be at a senior center or at a park or maybe even a video, but it's better to have a licensed therapist show you some of these exercises that you can perform. And as you begin to develop better strength and endurance with these exercises, you can then move on to higher and higher types of exercises. What you'll probably notice is that at first it might be a little bit hard, but you'll notice that within a few weeks you'll be able to do more and more and you're going to feel a lot better. When you do all of these exercises, remember it's important to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, in through your nose and out through your mouth, and this way you're going to get the most amount of oxygen throughout your body. So go ahead and do some of these exercises for about 20 minutes in the day and you'll really find that you're going to be feeling much, much better. I hope this information is helpful to you and please tune in next time when we bring you more information on living with low vision. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshta. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. <laughs>